Welcome to the Virtual Visionary Podcast. My name is Kara Cahill, and I'm an Instagram sales strategist for online entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping you create the business of your dreams, the one that lets you work from anywhere doing what you love. If you're looking to learn actionable business tips, social media strategies, and step into the role of the virtual visionary of your life and business, you are in the right place. Now let's dive in. Welcome back, Virtual Visionaries. Today, we are talking about a super important topic. It is all about metrics. And, you know, I wanted to say a couple of things. You know, first, there are so many different metrics that we measure in our businesses. And as business owners, it is our job to be tracking our numbers and all that good stuff. You know, we measure our follower count, our website views, our email list size, our likes, our comments. And like, honestly, the list can go on and on. But it is so important to remember to take a step back and remind yourself that you are more than your metrics. Your worth and your success as a business owner is not defined by the number of followers you have or the amount of sales that you have made. You know, you bring so much more to the table and sometimes your numbers don't necessarily encompass all of that. So the first thing I want to say is, you know, that measuring your metrics is super important. You should know your numbers. You should know Uh, If your marketing strategy is working, uh, if you are getting a return for the amount of time that you're spending creating all this content, you should know your conversion rates for your webinars, you should be focusing on growing your audience and making sure that all of the content that you're putting out there is paying off, you know, otherwise, what is the point of all of that, right? What is the point of putting all these time into all these different marketing efforts if we don't know if we are moving in the right direction? So I definitely want to say that knowing your numbers is extremely important uh, and that we as business owners should not be burying our head in the sand and like not keeping track of that. You know, it's very important. It's our job as the CEO of our business to really be able to look at our metrics and so that we can really make an informed decision about our business. You know, however, there is the other side of that. And it's something that I see a lot of online business owners fall prey to and something that I've even fall fallen into this trap as well. And it's that we start to let those numbers mean something about us, about um, us as business owners and about the success of our business. And, you know, it's really easy to see a number and make it mean something about us, right? We start to tell ourselves these stories like, you know, we don't have enough Instagram followers, therefore people probably aren't going to think of me as an expert or, you know, okay, I don't have a big enough email list, therefore, you know, I won't be able to, I won't be able to make any sales. Or if we posted something on Instagram and nobody engaged with it, you know, that means that it must have been a really crappy post or that we aren't very good at Instagram in general. Or maybe you didn't hit your sales goals and you launched a new product and therefore you're a terrible entrepreneur, right? And your business idea is never going to work. You're never going to get this business off the ground because you had one failed launch or one flopped launch or whatever you want to think about it. And, you know, I'm sure that we can all probably think of plenty of examples of stories that we've all told ourselves when we start tracking and we start taking a look at our numbers and maybe they're not where we want them to be. And we start telling ourselves all these stories. Um, I know I definitely have. And, you know, getting into this funk is normal. You know, everybody has it from time to time. But I just want to remind you that 
this is really not about what the number, I don't want you to let the numbers really determine your success. You know, it's really about the way that you analyze the numbers and respond to those numbers that is going to make all the difference. It's not the numbers themselves. It's really the way that you respond to the numbers. So let's go ahead and say that every Monday you sit down and you track all of your metrics for the week, right? You track your follower growth, your list size, the number of opt-ins you got, the number of sales you made, and so on. And let's say that the numbers are not where you would like them to be. So you have two options. So option one is you can let those numbers mean something about you and your business. And you can let it mean that you're a failure, failure, you know, you're not good enough, you're not doing enough, your business is never going to work out, you know, whatever it is, that would be option one. Or option two, you can say, okay, these are just numbers. This is just raw data. Let me go ahead and interpret this in a really constructive way that's going to allow me to make decisions and take take informed action this week so that I can improve because I know that my success is it's going to happen. Like I know my success is inevitable because I know that I am capable of growth and I am committed to improving and growing this business and never ever giving up on my business goals, regardless of what these raw, what the raw data says, right? You are the entrepreneur. You are in charge of creating this reality, whatever reality you want. That is your job as the visionary is creating something that doesn't exist yet and turning it into something that does, right? All of we we all started from from zero. We all had we all started from scratch. We didn't have followers. We didn't have an email list. It is our job to really turn all of the all this data into something incredible. So, just remember that your numbers do not define you. You get to choose the way that you interpret the numbers. You get to choose how you respond to them. And you can let them mean something about your ability to succeed. Or you can simply choose to let them be data and let them to just be a let them be a tool to help you continue to grow. So I hope this encourages you to start tracking your metrics. If you have been dreading it and you have been putting it off, I know that it can be scary to look at your numbers. But I also want to remind you that you have the power to let it not feel scary. You have the choice to say, this is not scary to me. I am more than my numbers. You know, you can choose to let it mean something about you, or you can simply just let it be a number and let it be a tool for your growth. So everybody starts somewhere. So my homework for you this week, if you haven't done so already, is start tracking those metrics, get your starting points and continue to track and watch those numbers grow as, and as you continue to make those informed um choices and take that informed action towards your goals. So thank you all so much for tuning in this week. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, please go subscribe so you never miss an episode and I will talk to you soon. Welcome back virtual visionaries for another episode of the podcast. Today we are asking the question, do you really need to be creating content for your business? And my answer is a hundred percent. Yes. And I know that's probably not the answer that you wanted to hear because I also know that creating content can be super time consuming, but I feel like because you're here, because you're listening to this podcast, I feel like you know deep down that creating content 
is so, so valuable and you understand the value of creating strategic content for your business. And I want to say that again, strategic content, right? So I definitely do not want you creating content just for the sake of creating content, where you end up creating a bunch of fluffy posts that leave you super burnt out and exhausted. And you feel like, oh my gosh, like I am not getting any results and I am spending so much time on this content creation. And that's not what we're talking about here. So what we're talking about is creating content that strategically warms up your audience, that builds the no like trust factor with them and gets them interested in what you're selling and excited to begin possibly working with you. And also content that's going to get them sending you messages, letting you know that they're interested, asking you more questions uh, so that you can really begin to get this list of very warm leads who are very interested in your offers so that you can begin filling your sales funnel with those warm leads who've essentially raised their hand and said, yes, I want to learn more about how to work with you. Um, That is where it's really, that's where that content creation becomes super powerful. And when done correctly, you know, creating content strategically will first allow you to grow your audience on social media obviously, (laughs) if you're creating consistent content and you're really um, engaging with your audience through your content, your audience on social media is obviously going to grow. Then that audience on social media then grows and builds your email list because hopefully you have your, um, your Instagram profile optimized so that people are converting and growing, are converting into email list subscribers. And hopefully you've listened to my past episode all about email list building. So you know, you know just how important it really is to be growing that email list alongside of your social media following. And you also know that your email list is your most profitable asset in your business. So Therefore, you're growing this email list, you're growing this profitable um, business asset, and then in turn, you are generating more sales and clients for your business, which is ultimately the end goal of all of this, right? We are creating content with the hopes that we are going to be getting sales. So ultimately, creating content grows your following, grows your email list, and grows your sales. And like I said before, you know, sales are the lifeblood of your business. So sales should always be at the forefront of all of your business decisions. Every task that you're doing, you definitely want to make sure like, is this going to generate sales for me? You know, if you don't have sales, basically you just have a very expensive hobby. So you want to make sure that you are comfortable selling as a business owner. And that is definitely something that I will probably do an entire other podcast episode on, (laughs) um, But as always, you want to be creating content with that end goal of moving someone from a brand new follower into an excited buyer. And the best way to do that is through your content. You know, content marketing is really one of the best and most effective forms of marketing, in my opinion, that we have today. You know, basically, when you create content on social media, you have the potential to reach millions of people all for free. 
Like what other form of marketing allows you to connect with that many people all for free? You know, we don't have that, <laughs> uh, the other like outdated forms of marketing where you have to think about before we had social media, you know, how did you market your business? You had to buy an ad in a magazine um, or in the newspaper or spend crazy amounts of money making a TV commercial. You know, your audience is more than likely making buying decisions on Instagram. And I forget what the statistic is, but there's like this crazy statistic about how many people have actually bought something that they saw on Instagram. And I know that I personally have bought so many things from um, content that I've seen on Instagram. I've hired so many coaches. I've hired service providers all because of their content and I found a piece of or a post that they um, shared and you know I thought oh my gosh like this is the perfect person that I need to work with I love their content I love what they're doing I love what they're sharing so I ended up working with them and that is really the power of content marketing you know they didn't spend any money to market to me they just created some free posts on instagram and they got a customer because they spent a little time creating content that was valuable for me and strategic for them so that really is the power of content creation and why you know i truly believe that as business owners we need to be investing the time and creating that strategic content in order to grow our audiences our email list and ultimately our businesses and our sales so I would love to know if you agree with that, if you believe that content marketing is the most powerful form of marketing that there is today, uh, and that we as entrepreneurs, as business owners, um, do you believe that we should be taking advantage of it? Should we be creating content? Should we be investing our time in creating these type of posts and sharing on social media? So I would love to know your thoughts. Um, feel free to send me a DM over on Instagram and let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you. I'm at Kara underscore Cahill on Instagram, and I would love to chat with you more there. So go ahead, send me a DM. I can't wait to talk with you there, and I will talk with you guys here on the podcast soon. Welcome back, Virtual Visionaries. I am so excited to have you here to talk about what I honestly believe is one of the most important topics when it comes to online business. And that is how to get your Instagram followers to actually buy from you. So the first thing I want to do is reframe what you might be thinking about Instagram. If you're an online business owner, if you have something that you're selling, or if you are looking to sign more clients for your business, if you are marketing your business on Instagram in any way, the first thing that you need to do and the first shift that you need to make is remember that your Instagram account is for your business and it is for your followers. It is not for you. So let me repeat that. Your business Instagram account is there to serve your audience. It is there to help them learn about your offers, is there to help them learn about the problems that they might be experiencing and to really learn about the solutions to those problems. So when you're using Instagram for business, you need to be thinking about it as a sales tool. If you have a personal account, that is where you can share all of those really fun photos of your dog that are just so adorable. And you know, you can share all of those stories and photos of your kids and what you guys did over the weekend. You know, that is more of that personal account um, type content. But if you are just starting out on Instagram or if you are really trying to just grow and 
honestly, if you're trying to make more sales and to get more buyers for your products, sign more clients, whatever it is, you know, the first thing that you want to do is to make that shift from creating what I call me-centered content, which is basically content that is really, if we're being honest, just all about you. It's things that you like. It's the things that are happening in your life. And like those dog pictures, the family photos, the things that maybe your friends and family care about. But if we're being really honest, you know, strangers on the internet don't necessarily care about those things at this moment. You know, unless you have this really well-known personal brand that people are just coming to learn more about you and your life, like almost like a celebrity, like a Kim Kardashian type thing, you know, people generally don't care that much about you and your life until you have given them a reason to care. And how do you give them a reason to care about you is you first have to show them that you care about them and you have to show your audience that you care about them before they're going to be begin caring about you and your business and your offers. So how do you actually do that? The first thing is you make your profile, your Instagram profile, and all of your content all about them, all about your audience. Everything that you create, you are creating with your ideal customers and clients in mind. You know, from your Instagram bio to your Instagram posts, you want everything that you do to be valuable for your ideal clients. You know, people on online want to know what's in it for them, what is in it for your ideal clients or your ideal customers to follow you. You know, are they going to be getting amazing value from your posts are, or are you going to be sharing content that's honestly just going to add to the noise on their Instagram feed, you know, um, really think about that and really begin to think about, you know, how many, how much content people are inundated with every single day. If they're scrolling through their Instagram feeds, they have friends and family posts. They have all these other random things and you don't want your content to just be like, oh, I see this picture of their kid and they're on a swing this weekend. Like, I don't even know them. This is not relevant to me. This is really just cluttering up my Instagram feed. So you don't want it to add to the noise. You really want it to be, you really want your content and your Instagram account to be really curated for your ideal customers because when they feel that you are there to help them, that your content adds value for them and that you are there to help them with their problems, they're going to start paying attention. And if they have come to expect that they're going to get value from you every time that you create something or share something, they're going to come to your posts with open ears when you show up on Instagram stories. They're going to stop in their tracks and read your Instagram posts because they have come to expect that you're going to be creating content that is for them and that has consistently provided value for them in the past. And they know to expect that they can continue to get that type of value from you. So they are going to be excited to read your content, to consume your content and to continue following you and potentially working with you and learning about your offers. So, you know, this is really such a game changer when it comes to building trust online. And it's such, it's a, such a game changer when it comes to creating sales. And 
that is really the, that's the, the whole point, right? We really have to make sales as online business owners. So making that switch from having your profile be all about you and then turning your profile into this sales tool that really builds loyalty with your audience is, and by making it all about them is going to make such a difference. So, you know, now that you have hopefully decided to make that switch, um, from having the, your Instagram content be more about you to more about your audience, um, that is going to lead to more sales. And you also might be thinking, um, you know, if I'm creating content that is focused on sales, you know, doesn't that mean that my content is about me instead of my ideal followers? And my answer is no. You know, I love the mantra that selling is serving. And that's something that I truly believe in. And, you know, if you truly believe in your product, if you truly believe that your offer can change someone's life, you know, if you truly believe that your offer can solve someone's problems and give them the solution to the problem that they have been experiencing for so long, that is so valuable to them. I kind of like to think about it like if you are keeping your offer a secret because you're uncomfortable with selling, you know, ultimately you're doing your audience a disservice because you are not letting them know about a solution that exists to their problems and frustrations. And you want to make sure that you're talking about your offers on Instagram for a few reasons, to be honest. And number one, like I said, if people hear about your offer, um, or people need to hear about your offer multiple times um, because, you know, this is probably something that they have been struggling with. Um, they've been probably dealing with these problems for a long time. And if someone has decided to follow you, they likely stumbled across your account because they were dealing with this issue in this moment and they were looking for something or someone to help them. So if you are only providing free content and you know, you're not giving someone a way to pay you and to get quicker, faster, better results by sharing your offers with them, ultimately you're doing them a disservice. And the other thing um, that I was kind of talking about before is, you know, even if you mentioned your offer once, it's only, only a very small portion of your audience actually sees that content at any time. So, you know, the algorithm is always kind of interfering with your content and um, there's always like algorithms and they always say like only a very small portion of your audience actually ever sees any bit of your content. So you really want to make sure that you're talking about your offers often because more people need to hear about how you can help them and how you can transform their life, their business, whatever it is. So you want to mention your offers frequently and you want to mention it in different places. You know, talk about it on your grid post, talk about it in your stories, mention it in your reels and your highlights. People typically need to see something multiple times before they ever decide to take action. So honestly, having this type of repetition gets your audience really prepped and thinking about your offers. So sometimes maybe when 
the timing is right. Maybe they've been thinking about your offers for a while now and the timing has never been right. And they just needed that one last reminder because now suddenly the timing is right. You have the perfect offer, the perfect solution to what they're struggling with. And now they are ready to take action with you. So they needed to hear it a couple of times to get in that mindset of buying. They needed to be aware of your offer before they could even think about buying your offer. So I always recommend talking about your offers in your content, making sure that the content is still focused uh, and still very, very valuable and you're still providing a lot of value in your content, but that you're also selling too, because selling is ultimately serving your audience to the highest, um, to the highest level. So just to recap, you know, we touched on how to begin making more sales on Instagram. And the first way is just to make sure, like I said, that you're using your Instagram account as a sales tool, that you want to start creating content that is curated for your ideal clients, and that you are really beginning to reframe the way that you think about selling on Instagram. You know, don't be afraid to talk about your offers, to talk about the results that you help people achieve, because there are 100% people in your audience that need you, that need what you're offering in order to transform their life. And you have just what they're needing. They just need to hear about it. So I hope you really enjoyed this episode. As always, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never, uh, never miss an episode. And of course, if you did love this episode, please go ahead and leave us a review. I absolutely love hearing from you all. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you soon.